And then he'd be like, oh, do you want to go with me? I'd be like... No, no, I'm like, yes, please. And then he'd bring me a tea. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, for God's sake. And then I'd be like, do you want a coffee? And he'd be like, yeah, and I'd just pour it in his head. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode six of Living the Dream, the podcast about dreams. I am Rob Eats. And I'm Charlie Virgo. And <laughs> we are we, we are your, are your, your co-host. Yes, enjoy. <laughs> the dream. To any new listeners to Live in the Dream, welcome to the show. Uh, the way the show works is every week we listen to a voice note of a dream from each of us. We then chat about those dreams and try to find any meaning we can in those dreams. Are you warmed up? Yeah, let's go. Hello. Happy New Year, Charlie. Happy New Year. God, it's like I haven't seen you for ages. Yeah, I know. There was um, there was the class you went to this morning. Yeah, that was ages ago. Yeah, and then there was obviously lunch that we just had together. Lunch. And then we were cycling about. after each other on the way in here, and we didn't really talk for about 20 minutes. Yeah, I didn't, you didn't realise I was behind you, did you? No, no, I didn't. And anyway, then suddenly we're both back together again, thank God. Um, and yeah, a <laughs> lot to catch up on this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, have you got any New Year's resolutions? I am doing dry... Q1, which is for anyone that's not a complete and utter gimp uh, like me, is is Q1 is the first quarter of the year, which is kind that's of when a, fi- you do your best work, a financial term, and that's when I do my best work. Um, Charlie taught me that um, because of his tax background, and yeah, I'm trying to not drink until I go skiing um, in March. So not quite the whole of Q1, mm. but um, I'm going skiing on my birthday in March. So yeah, we just put it out into the world and see what the world gives back. And what do you, what are you hoping to get back? See what the world goes back. Yeah, <laughs> whatever the world wants to give me. <laughs> what are you giving the world in return? Well, I'm not drinking, and that gives the world less drunk Rob. I guess yeah, that's a which actually, to be fair, is probably taking something away from the world, because mm. I think the general consensus is that I'm quite fun when I'm drunk. Yeah. Can I get hell? Can I get hell yeah? <laughs> can I please can I get hell yeah? Until I'm too drunk and then I'm not fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Gosh. I think one thing to note is that neither of us have that. I don't think any of our friends are like this. We don't have any uh, aggressive drunk friends. Not really. They're the worst. And I wouldn't say it on here just in case they get aggressive next time. I mean apart from obviously beep. <laughs> yeah, and, and there was that one time that beep did that thing where he was like beep. Yeah. And yeah, we were yeah. like, can you stop beep? Yeah. And he punched beep in the nose. <laughs> Do you remember? Beep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a good night actually. Uh, that was good editing, by the way, for our editor fans. Well done. <laughs> um, no, yeah, we don't have any aggressive drunk friends. You're doing, uh, oh, you've got a beer there. Yeah, I'm doing um, wet Jan, or wet, wet Q1. Damp Q1. Damp Q1. In time for a sopping spring. That's so it's an experiment. You're doing dry Q1, and yeah. I'm doing, was it damp Q1? No. Yeah, damp Q1. Yeah, ready for sopping spring, which is which is April through to 
Yeah. Well, March, March through, through And then May. soaking summer. And then the sopping summer comes straight yeah. after. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I am, um, yeah, I guess I'm not really doing any any huge resolutions. Well, you're putting out damp jam into the world and seeing what it gives back. Yeah, yeah. I'm expecting a damp squib back, probably. Yeah. Well, you'll look in the mirror. That'll <laughs> sort you out. Uh, yeah, so this week's been... Um, Pretty uneventful. I actually, to be honest, I kind of struggled to get back into the swing of things this week a bit. It was only a four-day week, luckily, but mm. Tuesday, I was like, oh, God. I think sometimes when you when you set the year out ahead, you're like, okay, where am I going to get to at the end of this year? And then sometimes the, the, the enormity of, like, a whole year, I can find to be quite daunting. Yeah. It's a, it's, yeah, I guess it's like you've got so much to get done. Well, you have, anyway. Yes, yeah, so you've got you. a lot to get done. <laughs> yeah, you have. I'm living the bloody dream, mate. Uh, the good thing was, like, after having a couple of weeks off at Christmas, you know, you, like, often you come back and you're feeling refreshed mm. and you're feeling like you're ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so when I came back, I was, like, probably the complete opposite of that, <laughs> I think. I was so tired and felt like I didn't really want to get on with anything. I wanted to get back into bed and, I don't know. And uh, hide away forever. Just back into <laughs> the crevice that I came from. <laughs> the mossy little crevice that I <laughs> ventured out from in the first place. Um, but yeah. yeah, so what? So you didn't have a good week then? Uh, no, my week was fine, actually. Um, it was just, like, not very yeah. eventful. Oh, I went to see the cinema. I went to the cinema last night. I went to see the cinema. I went to see it's the nice. cinema. It's really And then nice. after seeing it, I thought, well, let's go inside. I got some popcorn <laughs> and then just cycled home. It was, a, it was a nice cinema. Yeah, really. actually, I tried to get popcorn before I went in, and the, guy, the person was taking so long that I missed the first, like, five minutes of the movie. What? <clears throat> Which movie was it again? Uh, Licorice Pizza. Right. What's it's really it, good. What's it about? It's really good. Um, it's like a coming of age film. Coming of age teen drama. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, that sounds right Except up it's, my it, the, the guy who's the main character in it, uh, or one of the main characters, is Philip Seymour Hoff- Hoffman's uh, son. Really? It's, no, it's his debut as well. Wow. And it's really good. Really? It's, oh, that's um, quite cool. What's the guy's name? It's emotional. Something Seymour Hoffman, I'd imagine. He's called Cooper Hoffman, but the, I was uh, thinking of the director, Paul Anderson? No. Paul. Um, no. Uh, Paul, uh, no, Thingy Anderson. It's Wes not Wes, Wes Anderson, Anderson, but yeah. it's Paul something anyway. But um, yeah, I really recommend it. It's, probably, it's the best thing I've seen in the cinema for ages. Really? Did you yeah. see King Richard? Yeah. You thought it was better than that? I thought, I really like King Richard, but then in terms of like an actual film, I think that Licorice Pizza. Okay, probably, cool. As in like cinematography and all that stuff. Yeah, and I really like the soundtrack and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually just read, talking <clears> of teen dramas, which we were about two minutes ago, and I thought, I'm going to hold that thought. Just read uh, The Fault in Our Stars. What's that? Oh, Mate, I'm sure most of our listeners would have read or seen the film Port on Our Stars. It's what is it? It's a basically a book about teenage cancer. Oh, it's really sad. Oh right, but bring down the mood. A but little bit. <laughs> but it is really good. It's a very cathartic read. Um, uh, uh, you can read it's it's a teenage girls book. Oh right, right, and uh, you were drawn to it because I generally like teenage girls things. <laughs> like I like that song A B C D E oh, yeah. F U and your mom and your sister and your dad and your yes yes That's a beautiful rendition. Yeah. Is that why you're wearing that frock? Today? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it's which more... says Billie Eilish on the, the front. No, the frock isn't. The frock isn't. It's the the polka dots. I think are the teenage girl part of that my outfit. Oh right, right, and the hair. Yeah. Well, I dyed it green. And grew it long over Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Although Billy Eilish isn't like that anymore, so I'm going to have to change it and do more of a Marilyn Monroe look. Yeah. Maybe I'm actually coming of age. <laughs> I actually have quite swollen nipples. <laughs> yeah, you do actually. And you've got a bar mitzvah coming up as well. 
A bat mitzvah. Bat mitzvah. Is bar that what it's called? That was really shocking. Pronunciation. Just shocking knowledge, really. <laughs> What's the difference? Or like a bat mitzvah for girls and a bar mitzvah for boys. Oh, okay. Right, right. Okay. <laughs> right, fine. Right, yeah, whatever. whatever. Well, it sounds they Don't sound care. the bloody same to me. Fast cut that out. <laughs> um, yeah, so anyway, I'm coming of age uh, and I feel like a teenage girl and I'm not drinking and you are drinking. Yeah, I'm what, moving into old age? What's yeah. the opposite of coming of age? Yeah, Benjamin Button. Yeah, I guess this amount of drinking will age you quickly, so. You, d- you actually do look quite haggard. <laughs> no, I'm joking, you don't. That was not a yet. good joke, wasn't it? <laughs> um, so let's move on to the dreams and for once my dream's going to be first well not for once because I think one of the last episodes episode 4 or 5 your, your dream comes first but anyway and for twice you I, don't, you don't really first. know anything about the podcast do you? you let's don't... get into the dream <laughs> morning mate um, I had a dream last night. I can't remember the details, which is really annoying because it was a good one. Um, but basically, I can't remember who it was. But it might even have been you. But one of our friends, we moved into like this house and it was me, one of our friends, and then this other guy who I didn't really know. And then he was like kind of trying to be in our friendship group sort of thing. And then for some reason, I just didn't really like him. <laughs> and then... Um, we were like really competitive so we kept like competing on stuff I can't remember what it was it was like it was with my brother or something and then um, that, there was like an escalation of things where like he did something to me and then I did something back to him and they were really small and then he did something to me that like it, something that like, caught me in the top of my eye like on my like eye socket sort of thing and it really hurt but it wasn't too bad and then um I threw my phone like at him really hard and it hit him like in the ribs. And then I remember I was like sitting on the sofa or something or like on a bed. And then he was like down below so I couldn't really see him below the bed. And I remember just being like, Oh my god, he's gonna retaliate and it's gonna be so bad now because I think I've probably broken his ribs. And then I was just lying there like, Oh god, oh god, oh god. And then uh then I woke up, basically. Oh dear. A lot of stuff that I think represents your real life in that. Oh right, I thought you were going to say it comes <laughs> up in my dreams regularly. I was going to say, well yeah, because my dreams are in my head. Um, but yeah, so to sum up, you've got a new friend who's moved into your house. But I didn't like him. And he was whose friend was he then? I don't know, but you know like, was like you often share? have that when someone like comes into a group and like they're someone else's friend and like they oh. try a bit hard and you're like, I don't really want to be mates with you. Yeah. And you're not like, oh, I'm not going to make you. You're like, oh, how are you doing? Then like, it should be a bit annoying. You're like, oh, this is annoying. I'd rather you weren't here. So were you jealous because he was like friends with me, for example? Um, yeah. <laughs> Did no. I like him? Was I in the dream? I, I, can't, I can't remember who liked him and who didn't like him, really. But I remember it was someone's <laughs> he really friend. hated him. And I just remember thinking, oh, this guy's bloody annoying. <laughs> so you kept, what were you doing? What was the thing? You were like trying to one-up each other without yeah, much it, start, it started off small. It started off small, I think. Like, I don't know, maybe um, he'd be like, I, <laughs> he'd be like, I'd be like, do you want a coffee? <laughs> he'd be like, yeah. And I'd be like, how'd you like your coffee? And he'd be like, blank. <laughs> 
They're like, put some milk in it. <laughs> God, he must have hated that. And then he'd be like, oh, do you want to go with it? I'd be like... <laughs> Pour yeah, I'd be like, I'd be like no, no, I'd be like, yes, please. And then he'd bring me a tea. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> And then he'd, I'd be like, do you want a coffee? And he'd be like, yeah. And I'd just pour it on his head. <laughs> and then eventually it escalated to what did he throw at you? Do something hit you in the eye? Yeah, I think he was like... He, dangerous. He, he, I think he was like throwing something to me or something and it hit me in the head. And I remember being like, I'm done with him. I've had enough. <laughs> so I just like... So can you borrow a pen, mate? It's like, yeah, here you go. <laughs> it, was, it was like that. It was like that. I was like, right, we're passing the TV, mate. And then he chucked something and it went donk on my head. <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, and I was like, oh, do you know what? Sort of this. And I was like, ah, bang. <laughs> and then... And you the other way, your phone as a weapon. Yeah, their phone could hit flat or it could hit hard on the edge. <clears throat> flat or hard. Those are the flat. two options. Yeah, yeah well, yeah. it could hit flat or it could hit sharp, you know? So I think the yeah. corner went, dong, into his ribs. <laughs> and I was like, you know, when you do something, you're like... <gasps> Oh my god, I've done. I've taken it too far. Also, oh yeah, god. you just you hit, you threw the the phone in, it's hit him in the ribs, and he's on the floor in massive pain, <laughs> and then you just sat on the sofa. No, then I basically did that and scurried up on the top of a bunk bed or something. Uh, That's why I was above because he was on the bottom bunk or something. It was. I remember being like, "Shit, I can't see him." I thought he was going to reach around and like drag me off the bed or something. He's going to give you a reach around. I thought he was going to give me a nice reach around. I thought he was going to reach around and, like slam me on the ground. Oh, that's and then, luckily I woke up. <laughs> oh god that is a funny dream um, I don't really know where to go from that to be honest uh, uh, I guess you, you used to be quite competitive with your brother it has quite a lot of um, parallels with your relationship with your brother in terms of you used to like have I don't know football games and then if he was winning you would just be so uh, angry I remember the first time I met you actually I can't remember if I've said this on the podcast but um, I came around to yours for lunch with my whole family and then the <clears throat> or whatever it was and then you were like oh let's uh, let's go in the garden and play football and your brother's a little bit older so we're playing football and then you guys were just being like so competitive and I was like Jesus Christ I, do you know what I don't think I am the problem in that situation <laughs> I think my brother was like super competitive and I was quite competitive then he'd just get really aggressive and like smack me or whatever and then I, like, <laughs> I guess it made me so angry because I'm like why well, have you done that yeah but then, then you would have a massive fight it was like the first time I'd ever ever met you guys and you were just like shouting and fighting and scrapping <laughs> in the yard and I was like daddy can we go home <laughs> yeah, I don't think I like Robert <laughs> or Oliver or Oliver or no. Oliver um, it also made me think then of when we went um, on uh, what was it called when we went to Dartmoor I didn't, ever, I didn't go on that trip oh I heard a lot of stories about it, but... Yeah. Why didn't you go? No, uh, I don't know why I didn't go. I think maybe I was on holiday in the, um, I don't know. Yeah, I was probably in, Spain. In, I was probably in Vervier or something. I was I probably know. doing something much better. Doing something much better than Dartmoor. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like, I remember, uh, I can't remember why, but I dragged uh, our friend Luca, Vincenzini, yeah. out of his top bunk bed, and he, like, landed on his back, and then everyone thought he was going to have to go to the hospital, and I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? This is so bad. So I do uh, have a history of... I, I have a history of just acting without thinking. Yeah, and also you nearly put me in hospital on my seven, year seven birthday party. No, that wasn't acting without thinking. <laughs> this is actually a good point. And hopefully Charlie's dad, John, is listening to this because we he, he had a sumo party. You know where everyone dresses up in these huge suit, blah, 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 yeah. sumo suits? My dad's a sumo in real life. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, John didn't dress up, which is, to be fair, was <laughs> he quite, came like, in his quite usual work stuff. Yeah. 
Exactly. <laughs> he just put his knickers on and came. <laughs> and uh, and anyway, so like you naturally you run at each other and try and bosh each other over. And Charlie was very small, as it what was it your eleventh birthday or something? Twelfth, um, it must probably be twelfth. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah. And anyway, I ran at Charlie and boshed him, and he like flew backwards. It was like something out of a film. He flew backwards, landed on his back, and he was like. <laughs> I must have been just so winded. <gasps> My back was really hurting. I, I think I would like maybe all the 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 spine had been like compressed or something. <laughs> so, you just you just winded. And John, no, because John, my back was sore for like for a week. Oh, oh, a week! God, <laughs> what nightmare! People are suffering crippling back pain for life. And oh, well, sorry, I didn't break my back. It's still hurt. Your dad was like, "Robbie, look what you've done! Look what you've done!" And I was like, "You, um, give me a minute. You hosted a sumo party for your son, and I bloody beat him at sumo. And I boshed him. And I boshed him real good. <laughs> and you can't take it, John. So look, you're up next. Um, yeah." Uh, but you, yeah, you have a lot. Of, there's a loads of things you could bring up here. There's also the fact that you got suspended for throwing a compass, not a compass where you d- d- get directions from, but a compass with a point on the end, which you use to draw circles in maths. Which, if you had the skill set, you could probably still get directions from. If How? Because you, you could stick it in the ground like like Bear Girls does with a twig. Oh, make it like a sundial. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Maybe that's what they've called it—a compass. They should call that pencils a compass as well. <laughs> they should call sticks compass as well. <laughs> they should call everything that's straight a compass. They should call this bottle a compass. Um, and you threw it at someone's head in class and got suspended. Yeah. Those are the facts. I was Why tr- did you do that? I was that? trying to explain... <laughs> How to direct someone with it. No. You're like, it's that way! <laughs> no, I was trying to stick it in the ground so it would make a sundial. Uh, I was trying to stick it in his head so he could be a sundial. <laughs> Yeah, I can't really remember exactly what happened. Well, it was uh, people it were it stuff around. It, it, just to be, it wasn't like I was like, "Right, I'm gonna pelt the compass in this guy's head." <laughs> it was like uh, people were chucking stuff. I, I, I threw. I think I threw a highlighter at someone, a friend, and then it hit someone else, and he started crying. <laughs> it was. Uh, I won't mention his name. <laughs> he'd uh, be embarrassed about that. He'd be embarrassed. He probably won't. He probably doesn't even. I know won't highlight his name. He, he like I highlighted he, his he, head. He won't know that I exist <laughs> anymore. Probably. Um, but I know he exists, so that's, that's the important thing. And uh, and then anyway, I, and then someone else said something that wound me up. And I, I didn't select, like, a compass. As, I, I just grabbed something at my pencil case and chucked it. And it hit the person that I wasn't throwing it at. Tonk, tonk in the, in the Did head. Did it stick in? Yeah, it went tonk. And then it was just poking up in the air, like a compass. Oh, my God. Like, like a sundial. Were even. you really scared about what was going to happen then? No. I was just like... Oh. Was he really I was like, upset? Shit. I was like, shit. No, he was cool about it. Um, well, he was it was like Ellis Riddle. He was, he was bloody cool about it. Ellis, if you're listening. Ellis, if you're listening, I hope you don't mind me mentioning your name. But he, yeah, he just like wore it and was like, oh my God, you've just chucked comments at me, you idiot. He literally... He, he was he, like, which way is it if to he'd the have, nurse's office? Oh, I'll direct myself. I know which way is it to the nurse's office. Let me just get out in the sunshine and work out which way it is. It's north, northeast. <laughs> it's, no, Ellis, if you point north... <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he was cool about it, but then... It was it was an assistant. Uh, it was a cover. It was an teacher. assist for me. It was in his head. It, it was, and he just didn't finish it. It got stuck <laughs> in his head. <laughs> he's gone for a big head, towering header. I've crossed it to him. He's done it. He's did a towering clearing header and it just donk, <laughs> stuck in his head. Um, anyway, and then the, the the assistant teacher was like, "Get out!" And I, <laughs> and Get I, out! And I was like, "No, really? Yeah, I can't. Must have been. Must have been when my parents getting divorced." And um, you were acting out. Big I was acting style-y. out big styley. And then um, yeah, she's like, "Get out!" I was like, "No." And she was like, "Get out!" I was like, "No, I'm sorry, I'm not going out." 
And then the head of the I'm department... I'm sorry, but I'm not going <laughs> the out. The head of the department came in and was like... She was Scottish. She was like, get out! <laughs> and I was like, oh, hell, I'm in so much trouble. And then I went straight to their master's office and then, yeah. Did you get sent there when you went there by your own accord? Uh, I was like, oh, I walked myself there. <laughs> Don't worry, I know. I'll suspend be. myself. Uh, I was like, I'll take a few days off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go in the sim bin. Yeah. No, no, and then, mate, then I got suspended and um, I basically had like three days. It was summer. I had three days just playing cricket in the garden with my stepmother. It was so Why good. Why your stepmother off? Uh, he was probably just skying. He's he, he's, he, well, he actually, he chucked, uh, I think it was a knife at someone at his school. Um, no, and then, yeah, it was actually class. Yeah. It was so good. I should have so, got suspended more, really. It was yeah. so good. Jealous. I, never, I don't think I ever got suspended. We got in some trouble. What you but... did do, though, was in our first ever lesson. Oh, yeah. In our first ever lesson at, um, at our secondary school. So I'd never been to school with Charlie at this stage. We were friends. But I'd never been to school with Charlie. We weren't colleagues by this point. We, we, we were, were we friends? Yeah, we were friends. Yeah, we played rugby together. Um, we played rugby together, yeah. And we were um, we were kind of just beyond acquaintances, really. And um, we were in our first lesson, which was a geography lesson, with the head of year was our geography teacher. No, he was the head of geography. Mr. Mr. Thompson. Yeah. A nice guy, actually. And then he went to Seven Eight School and he didn't after us. And, um, Traitor. Yeah, which is a bit out of order, but anyway. And uh, we, it was in the days when you had... Oh, no, they probably still have projectors, don't they? Yeah, 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 I'm sure. Uh, yeah, but they'll just be way better. Probably got smart boards now, surely. No, they'll be projectors. It's semantics. <laughs> and we, uh, we, yeah, maybe they will be. And we were in this lesson, and Charlie did the thing where you do, like, crocodiles with your hands. I know you can't see me, but I'm doing it now. Yeah. And uh, so he put, like, both hands in the air in front of the projector and made, like, a crocodile with one hand and, like... The crocodile like came in on the on the screen when Mr. Thompson, our, the head of geography, was typing in our first ever lesson as eleven year olds at a new school. And Charlie like put his hand in the thing and was like, ooh, and the whole class was sort of giggling. And then he brought his other hand in as if two crocodiles were fighting. And then he went, blah, 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 and they like scrapped they with each fighting, other. Yeah. And then they are fighting. Yeah, some of my finest work. And then it was, it was it was really really funny. And then uh, Mr. Thompson said, uh, "Who did that?" And the, <laughs> Charlie was like, "Oh." Me, sir. Sorry, sir. He's like, if you do that again, you'll be out. Charlie's like, okay, sir. Sorry. And then uh, he turns around and Charlie does it again. And then, <laughs> and then he turns around and goes, Virgo, out. And I was sat next to Charlie and I was like, oh my God, he's an absolute nut job. He's I went straight out there. Off the jet. Yeah, you, you went straight out. I was like, oh my good Lord, this kid's nuts. And then I don't think you ever did anything really naughty again. Uh, well, we put we got we got in trouble for muck up day, didn't we? Well, yeah, but we were 18. 18. 18. I used to get in like, trouble or get sent out and stuff, but never, never like anything that bad. Yeah. It would just be like joking around or like laughing and stuff, and then they'd be like, go outside <laughs> or like just shut up. Or my, one, my maths teacher put me at the front because he thought I would stop talking, but then I would just still talk, but then I'd just be at the front. It was more, more distracting. So yeah. So more fooled him. You showed him. I showed him. Yeah. He, was he also... predicted me like a D every year and got bloody A. So, <laughs> Mr. Morsley, if you're listening, um, yeah, I won't even comment. I just wasn't a fan of this. <laughs> there, there you go I commented <laughs> I wasn't a fan of this either yeah okay uh, so should we uh, see if we can do some working out of what that dream might have meant yeah what was the dream um, you were uh, a new friend moved in to was it your house yeah so maybe put a dream about fighting into yeah. Google and see what it says maybe we can edit out the Googling <laughs> dream about, meaning about a dream meaning about <laughs> fighting in a dream <laughs> about fighting in a dream oh god uh, I've never Googled before. 
hate those articles when they're like, read, 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 read. It's like when you get a recipe and they're like, oh, this recipe was one of my nan's favourites when I was growing up in Calcutta and she used to make it with this and that and this and then the sun would shine and be like, just give me the bloody recipe. That's why I'm on this page. <laughs> just don't make a bloody curry. And then you have to go past all the bloody ads. I know what they're doing. I know what they're doing. <laughs> You're not fooling me. But then I do click on them. So It says, fighting in a dream could mean that you genuinely wish to vent your rage by picking a fight. Such a dream could also indicate suppressed anger or frustrations. For instance, you may have wanted to express yourself to someone for a very long time. Hmm. Do you feel like you've got suppressed anger at the moment? Or when was that dream? That was in October, I think. Or... Oh, October. Are you quite angry that at is, that point? That is the period of my brother's birthday, so all eyes are on him. <laughs> <laughs> and you wish they were all on I you. I wish they were all on me. Uh, um, I don't know. I, don't... I like to think I'm not really an angry person. But you just pick fights in dreams for no reason, then, eh? Maybe it's because I'm suppressing all my anger. And one day I'm going to lose it. Yeah. Dreams about fi- you fighting someone or seeing someone fight are usually disturbing. Do you agree? <laughs> well, it was disturbing in that I, it was, I had a sense of impending doom because I was like, he's going to literally drag me. I, in okay, my head, I thought go. he was going to do like a, you know, like in Tekken, when they go, Wham! Yeah. I thought he was going to grab me and smash. And like, smash. <laughs> smash. Smash. Smash me down on the floor. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, okay. I've got it now. Here we go. These dreams often symbolise the way you handle your daily issues and the problems you encounter. If you fought back when someone attacked you in a dream, that is a, that dream is a sign that your reaction to problems and difficulties you encounter is usually to confront them and deal with them using all your strength and abilities. So that's quite good, actually. Yeah, I'll tell you that. You are most likely a confident person, securely managing your own life. You probably never give up before an obstacle. What? Yeah, that's true. So you're true. just angry. So the first one's like See, suppressed anger. And... The first one was just categorically wrong. And that one is spot on. But also that's suggesting that like someone that like someone someone winds them up, they just thump them in the face. And it's like, yeah, confident and you know what you want. Good. Keep yeah. going like that. Or this one says if you ran a- well, this carries on, but if you ran away in the dream when someone attacked you, that dream indicates that your first reaction when you're confronted with a problem is to retreat. You're most likely a person who is avoiding dealing with problems and waiting for the last moment to confront them. No, yeah, that's not me. Well you're sort of hiding at the end. Yeah, after I've dealt with the problem. Well, the problem's about to become way bigger. Yeah, and then I'll deal with it <laughs> again. <laughs> and then I'll track a compass at it. And then I'll try, well, uh, yeah, that's why I always, I've got a history of dealing with problems. <laughs> but that's a really nice article. Oh, that's okay. made me feel really nice. Well, who's this one from? This is maybe, we can leave it, maybe we can leave it there. What's it called? Astro Meanings, I think. Wait. Astro Meanings. We'll write in and say thanks for being so spot on. No, Dream Astro Meanings. That's what it's called. DreamAstroMeanings.com. So thank Future you. Future sponsor of the podcast. Thank you. And I think that probably does it for this dream. Yeah, we've been talking for a long time about that dream. Mm. We'll have to cut some of the, some of the chaff out. <laughs> the um, wheat from the chaff. Brill. Okay, let's move on to... You said bro. Brill. Oh. Bro. <laughs> bro. Gnarly, let's man. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and take a little uh, sweet little gnarly look at dream number two. <laughs> <laughs> this one is pretty damn... It's a rip. Ripper. <laughs> it's a real goddamn rip, man, out there. God, wow. Wow, dude. I'm so pity. This is a gnarly ass dream, bro. And then it's like, whoop out. And then it's just rolling around. Okay, bang, and it's like, wow. Whoop out. Okay, enough of that. Next dream. Morning, mate. Had a dream last night. Which you featured quite prominently in. Um, basically, it was Eden's birthday, uh, Eden, our friend from uni. And he was having it for some reason in my flat, in my bedroom. So um, everyone was like just chilling in my bedroom. 
and uh, for some reason you hadn't been invited by Eden. Um, I think not on purpose to annoy you or to like leave you out, but I think he just like hadn't got around to inviting you or something. Uh, and I just assumed that you were coming. Um, as I would, and you, and then you got really annoyed at me because you were like, "Why didn't you tell me that um, the birthday was on, or why didn't you invite me?" And I was like, "Mate, I didn't realise that you were invited. I just assumed you would be invited." And you were like, "Well, why didn't you mention it then at all, or like say anything about it?" And I was like, "Well, I don't know. I just which hadn't hadn't come up." And you were literally like so annoyed. You were like, "Mate, just just really think it's out of order that you've done this." And I was like, "Mate, I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have done that. I should have mentioned it. I'm just so sorry." Um, it was just like a lover's tiff, and you were just like, mate, it's fun, whatever, I just don't really want to speak to you right now. <laughs> I was like, mate, this is quite over the top, I am sorry, but I didn't think to tell you about it, because it was not my birthday, and I just assumed you were coming. And you're like, mate, whatever, just don't want to speak to you. And then we were, I was like following you around, trying to make you see sins. And then uh, we like went outside, and it was Seven Oaks Rugby Club, basically. Um... And we bumped into this guy who you knew, who was called Kings or Mr. Kings or something. And you like shook his hand and you're like, oh, hi, mate. And he was like, yeah, nice to see you. And you had like, you clearly knew him really well, but he was really, um, he didn't really say much. And then I went to shake his hand and accidentally missed his hand and I like, grabbed his forearm. And his forearm was so swollen, like he must have had an accident. And it was like stretch Armstrong. Do you remember those action toys um, where you could like stretch their arms and legs out? It, it was, they were, like, kind of uh, doughy and soft. I, like, missed his arm and grabbed... Missed his hand and grabbed his arm, and it was, like, that sort of consistency. And I was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And he was just like, thanks for that. And I was like, oh, God, that must have hurt so much because it's all, like, bruised, and it was all soft. And I was like, oh, this, that's horrible. Um, and then we went back inside, and you, like, got into bed. And I was still trying to apologise, and you were just like, mate, just leave me alone. Uh, so, yeah. That was it, really. <laughs> so, yeah, that's a, that's a good dream. I do have lots of questions. Well, one thing that just popped into my head was, uh, you know you said I went inside and got back into bed? Yeah. Did I just go and get into bed in the middle of your bedroom, in the middle of Eden's party? You went party? to my bed. In Eden's party? I think the party was over by this point. Because <laughs> you hadn't been invited. <laughs> what, so I was like, everyone get out. No, I think you. It was like the party had all sort of happened, and then, and then you were like, "Why didn't you tell <laughs> so me?" So the next day, I happened to be staying in your bed. It was like the same night, I think. But then we went. We ended up went outside. It was daytime, and you know, I don't know. You know how it goes. You know how it <laughs> gets know, in dreams. These parties. <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, you went and then got in my bed, and then I was like, stood over you, like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> just forgive me it wasn't even I my fault I love you I love you I'm so sorry <laughs> I'm so it wasn't even my sorry. fault baby I'm so sorry I love you <laughs> oh that sounds like a doghouse you, I doghouse you you put me in the doghouse that's class I've never know, I want to know what it's like to put someone in the doghouse yeah is so it, do I is it, is it only girls that put guys in, well, um, in I suppose house. in a gay relationship, you could get put in a doghouse by someone that's the same sex as you. But generally, in a heterosexual relationship, is it only girls that put guys into doghouse? I guess you don't really hear men saying, "Oh, yeah, she's in the doghouse." Yeah, she's in the doghouse. But I, I think generally, but girls probably don't say, "Yeah, he's in the doghouse" either. Yeah, they probably do. It's just boys saying to their friends, "Oh, I'm in the doghouse." I'm in the doghouse. Yeah, it's become a big thing, hasn't it? Or is it always? Maybe been a it's big just thing? in our friendship group. No, I don't think so, mate. 
Bloody hell, open your eyes. I guess it is like a thing, isn't it? You go and sleep in the doghouse outside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the doghouse because you've been kicked out. Yeah. Because they're angry with you. Yeah. So, yeah, it generally is then. But then I suppose, like, you don't, and this is a bit of a gross generalisation, but you don't tend to get, like, girls, like, going out with their mates and getting smashed at the pub and going to football or whatever and misbehaving. Yeah. So doghouse to you means you've not massively fucked up, but you've just kind of done something that's a bit annoying for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, like, ruined their night or something. Yeah. Or, You're not, like, had a massive argument. Or, like, not let them know where I was or not let them know, like, I'm, you know... <laughs> Breaking up with them. <laughs> well, no, you know that, like, you know. I'm shagging out the people. <laughs> right, just to be very clear, that is absolutely not true. And now I'm in the doghouse. Great. <laughs> well done. Now, you get me in the doghouse all the time. Wow. You just say stupid things. I do have a tendency to just bring up stuff. But the thing is, people don't tell me that something's like either a secret or like not to bring something up. And then I'll bring it up and then. I'll just be, and then they'll be like, why have you done that? And I'll be like, like what? Oh, um, like, well, I was, we, I was talking about. Here we go. He's going to do, do it on a podcast <laughs> to the world. <laughs> to, the, to the world, which, Bill, which you mean to the, the 30 people who listen. I think that's got a lot of people. Yeah, that's it, a whole I mean, class. They could probably fit in this room, but um, it would be tight. Uh, what I was going to say was, you can cut this if you want. We're in a large sports hall, by the way. <laughs> And then basically, um, but what I was going to say was when we went to Lisbon, I was talking. We we might have talked about it on the pre- previous podcast, but maybe oh, we didn't release it actually. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah. About how you basically you were smashed and you wet yourself in the bed, in in the bed that I was. I wasn't showing the bed. Uh, in, <laughs> in the bed, in my bed. And I, I was, was showing the bedroom sorry. with you. I was trying my best to apologise. <laughs> we were in a twin room and you pissed your bed. And then I, when we were... At, That's so embarrassing. Then when we were back at your house, like, a few days later, I was saying, oh, you always piss the bed, don't you? And then I was saying something like, oh, and you pissed the bed the other day. Wait, no, you pissed the bed at home, didn't you? No. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you? Me, no. <laughs> okay, let's move on. I'm going to get you in the dog house. <laughs> so basically what happened was I wet the bed on a, on a holiday in Lisbon, and then... Uh, I may have made it at home. You uh, haven't? I may have done. Did you? Oh, I And Natalie didn't and, know. And, no, Natalie did know. No, she didn't. And we were talking about it, and she was like, oh, I came back drunk and blah, blah, blah. Oh, and, that uh, was it. Yeah. She was talking about how you'd wet the you bed like, the oh, night before. I, you, yeah, and I was like, yeah, but thankfully everything's fine now. And you were like, well, yeah, you wet the bed in Lisbon as well, didn't you? I was like, no. You were like, yeah, you did. <laughs> I was like, oh. She hates the wet fact that you wet the bed, doesn't she? I also, just to be clear, I wet the bed twice in... A week in in <laughs> fifteen days, no, twice yeah. in the last fifteen years. But I did wet the bed up until I was about fourteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was yeah. so annoying when I was a kid. Yeah, I know. I remember we used to come over for sleepovers, and then it'd be me, Rob, and our friend George Rogers. And I remember once Rob, George, Rob and George were staying over at mine, and uh, we put out like a spare bed, and then on the floor was like cushions. So there was a bed, a spare bed, and then cushions on the floor, and then. I was we, we did like bed. rock paper scissors for who again? No, it wasn't rock paper scissors because my stepmom Steph, she was like, Rob can't go on the cushions; he has to go on under the bed <laughs> or the side of the or the second bed. And I was like, get in. And I was like, no, that's not fair. I was like, well, like at least we have to do rock paper scissors or something. She was like, no, 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 you can. He can sleep on either one of those beds, but not on the cushions. And I was like, that's not fair. And I made like a massive fuss about it. I, I was like, please, please, please. I Charlie. basically threw a tantrum, and I was like, why? And Rob was like, it's fine. George was like, it's fine, it's fine, don't care. And I was like, no, this is going to be fair. I demand an explanation. And then uh, eventually, it was like, so oh, fine. Well, Rob, Rob can't go on the cushions because. 
He wets the bed every night. <laughs> Not every night. <laughs> Shut up. Don't throw that in there. Oh, goodness You sake. bedwetter. You bloody bedwetter loser. <laughs> uh, and that's how I found out, actually. Yeah. And thanks, how did you thanks, stop Steph. it? Thanks, Steph. How did you stop doing it? How did you get over it? it I don't know. Well, actually, to be fair, I used to have this this thing in my bed where, like, um, if, it set, if it felt water on it, it would set an alarm off. <laughs> really? Yeah. What? So like, if Mums, if you're really sweaty. Because my parents are probably like, I'm so sick of clearing up. <laughs> so the alarm would go up. Yeah, it was literally. Bed wetter. No, it was, it was like this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, 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 and I'd be peeing. I'd be like, oh. And then you'd have, have to try and stop yourself peeing and then like run into the loo and pee in the loo. But then I'd really weed it a bit. But then I, because it, I'd weed it a bit. And then Did just, you just have plastic sheets? Yeah, I had a plastic sheet over my over under the normal sheet. Yeah, it was. Do horrible, you still do man. that? That is horrible. I feel bad now taking the piss. You look so sad. <laughs> yeah, uh, that horrible. Did you, how did you eventually get over it? Just from that alarm thing? I think I just grew out of it. To be fair. Yeah. Well, I thought I'd grown out of it. Yeah. Now it's just whenever you are away from home or in an unusual situation, <laughs> yeah, and you, you don't have your plastic sheets. And I don't have plastic sheets on my alarm. <laughs> or you're happy. Or my nappy. Uh, that actually reminded me that dream of because um, because when you were saying about like you, but like, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. Like, I don't think we've we've had probably one fight ever. When? When we were like eleven, and your dad had a tab in the village shop, so we could go and get sweets. Oh yeah, Barbara's. We, Barbara's, yeah. If you're out there listening, <laughs> and uh, which she won't be. In fact, I think she sadly passed away, hasn't she? I think she's still alive, but she doesn't do the shop anymore. Maybe her she'd be like eighty away. or ninety now. Her husband passed away. Her husband definitely passed away. Yeah. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, may he rest in peace. And, um, yeah, and we went to the village shop or whatever, and we got like a pound, a pound, one pound of sweets each. Oh, and then And then then we left the village shop. So I was like, oh, you owe me a pound, by the way. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, you owe me a pound, by the way. I was like, no, I don't. You were like, yeah, because you got up my dad's thing. I was like... Yeah, I don't owe you a pound. You're like, yeah, you do. I was like, no, I, I, mate, I was like, no, that's not fair. I'm not giving you a pound. Your dad paid for it. You're like, it was my dad. And I was like, what? I was like, no, I'm not. I don't have a pound. I'm not giving you a pound. You're like, yeah, you have to give me a pound because it's my dad's, my dad's thing. And I was like, oh my god. And then we actually had a proper fight about it. Did we? Did yeah. we physically fight? No, no. I don't think Just argue. Have we ever physically fought? We used to do judo together. We did do judo together, yeah. I'd take out my anger on you then. We used to do naked judo together with your dad, do you remember? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He used to give us the brown belt. Was was that judo? Um, It might have been Krav Maga. I don't know what that is. Well, I don't think my dad does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is. That was the point, I think. That's why he used And he used to film it as well. I don't know what he ever did with those tapes. Yeah. Um, I remember there being loads of Vaseline. It was really slippery, actually. Yeah, it was slippery. It was quite fun, yeah. to be fair. Um, I think I can't remember most of it, actually. It's just like, I think I blacked it out, mostly. But. Yeah, yeah. Well, most of the time I was blacked out by the end of it, anyway. <laughs> yeah, it was quite uh, painful, especially in the nether regions. I think um, we're probably getting towards the end of how far we can go with that one. <laughs> um, so I'll move on to my next note. Um, um, oh, yeah, it reminded me of... Um, we basically, um, a load of friend, close friends of ours, including this friend George, who's over from uh, um, uh, Australia at the moment, we went for a pizza last night and I completely forgot to tell Charlie it was happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, so as it reminded me, because you forgot to tell me about the party. I yeah, like, and oh. you kicked off massively and I was just like, oh, it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah, I, oh, I felt bad. And then I put in the group, oh, like, 
clearly none of us remembered to tell Charlie, knowing like it was me that didn't remember to tell Charlie. <laughs> and so you went to the cinema by yourself instead, didn't you? Yeah. I was always planning to do that. I've never been to the cinema by myself, have you? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's, it's good. Nice. I've never done it before. When Natalie was away uh, a while ago, I went two days in a row by myself. It's really good because you never don't get distracted. Yeah, and um, you can just sit and do whatever you want. Yeah. I was in the back row. Yeah, so was by I. By myself. So was I, yeah, yeah. Were you in the comfy seats? Yeah, yeah, legs around my ankles. I mean, Charles is around my ankles. <laughs> in the back row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was weird. When I was at the cinema, like, my, my legs are kind of around my ankles, but then otherwise, my legs are around my head. Yeah. Uh, no, it was really good. As I mentioned earlier in the podcast, I think, Licorice yeah, Pizza. Licorice Pizza. Go and see it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, didn't get the invite. Didn't kick off. Yeah. Well, here's to you then. <laughs> All right, so what does it mean when two best friends have a fight? Um, in a dream, that is, not in life. Okay. In life, it means that they've fallen out about something. <laughs> Does it? For anyone who's wondering. <laughs> okay, this is from my dream... No, dreammyobsession.com. You don't need to tell everyone where it's from every time. Okay. Sorry. All right? There are private sources. <laughs> Here we go. Dreaming about arguing with your best friend is a pretty basic dream. <laughs> Stinks. If the dream has marked you so much that you remember it when you wake up, it's interesting to try and understand the meaning. Understanding our dreams and their implications in real life is a way of getting to know yourself. Each detail of the dream will bring more info, which, mixed with the others, will give you a unique, solid interpretation. Okay, boring. Well, tell us what the interpretation is then. Not Uh, you, not you, the website. Dreaming of arguing with your best friend signifies that you are volatile by nature. You have not yet become aware of your originality. You, you are don't really sheep. seem to understand yourself. It seems that you need to work on yourself to get to know yourself, your needs, your wishes, in order to avoid struggling situations. Aww. What? That's a weird struggling situation. Is that a thing? Doesn't make sense. It sounds like you're having a minute of dream. <laughs> it sounds like I'm doing it now. I'm struggling through this. Dreaming about <laughs> arguing with your best for friend. You, hasn't it? Dreaming about your arg- dream about arguing with your best friend proves that this instability leads to a loss of energy. You're in a state of you, were, you were just saying that you were super tired after Christmas. Yeah, because we argued so much. No, because you dream about <laughs> arguing. You dream about arguing so much that you're tired. Uh, you're in a state of flux and have difficulty achieving your goals. Every obstacle appears insurmountable. Dreaming about arguing with your best friend shows that you need to learn how to put things in perspective and evaluate each situation more subtly. Dreaming about arguing with your best friend implies that you lack self-assurance. You... <laughs> You frequently question your decisions and doubt your abilities. You would like to trust your opinion. You're really quickly impacted by other people's opinions. This situation is a great deal of pain for you. That's what this arguing with your best friend means. Because you can't speak up. Your subconscious is releasing this energy in your dreams. Dreaming about arguing with your best friend proves that you are dealing with a phase of disagreement. Oh, God. That's God, good. that is well. The, the jury's out. You're in a real mess. <laughs> How come you fighting someone in your dream turns out that you're really good at dealing with your problems? And me arguing with you in my dream is me having no self-assurance, <laughs> having no originality, having no self-belief, having a state of flux, questioning everything, questioning everything in my whole life. Oh, oh dear. You poor guy. That's such a shame for you. I'm so <laughs> glad of my confidence and my abilities after fighting in my dreams. <sighs> Go so basically, on. you just need to basically pick who you're fighting in your dreams basically, a little I need bit to better. Basically, yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh, I need to pick who I'm fighting in my dreams. Yeah, better. And not fight you. So if it's not your best friend, if it's someone else, then you're strong and you're hard. But if it's your best friend, you're weak and pathetic. And you're questioning your own... And questioning your own... Beliefs. Existence, I suppose. Yeah. So that's a nice summary. Um, I think that's about it for this week. Yeah, it probably does it, I think. 
if anyone's enjoying the podcast, then please feel free to follow us or subscribe to the podcast and mm-hmm. give us maybe some sort of five-star rating or something. <laughs> and if you have a dream, please send it to us. Yeah. We, um, oh, we, we have might, an email address. We have an email address, which Rob incorrectly said on the last um, podcast. So if you emailed that one, we didn't get it. It's um, livingthedreampod at gmail.com. L-I-V-I-N. Yeah, not living with a G. Yeah. And also we can be found on Instagram, livingthedreampod. Livingdreampod. Livingdreampod. Same on Twitter. Same on Twitter. Livingdreampod. And yeah, send us any like dreams or any feedback uh, or anything. We're thinking of doing some like stories of people's dreams and um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Send it to Reading, your We dreams. might read them out on the podcast as well. So, And if you, if you want to be a guest on the podcast as well. Yeah. And you've got enough like... followers on Instagram. <laughs> send us an email. Or uh, if you have particularly crazy dreams. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm joking about the followers on Instagram. Um, great. Cool. 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 Wicked. All right, then. You've been listening to Robert Eads and Charlie Virgo on Living the Dream. I remember my dreams.